0: Welcome back, if you will, to the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast. I am your host, Tony Wolf. Hope you all have been enjoying the shows. And um, if you are enjoying the shows, go back and listen to some of my older episodes here on the podcast. Over on YouTube, I have some video blogs for the Tony Wolf Remembers Classic Tri State Wrestling and some other projects that I've worked on over the years. So if you want to see more of my work, check out some of my other work, you can go to the podcast, or you can go to my YouTube channel and just look for Tony Wolf, Tony Wolf's vlog episodes. Okay. This week on the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast, we've got two main topics. One topic will be on the deleted scene. For Matt Reeves' The Batman, we'll be talking about how it fits into the movie, why it wasn't in the movie, and what my thoughts were overall on it. Se- I can't even say it. second topic will be on the first episode of Paramount Plus' Halo, based on the Xbox video games series. And what I thought of Halo. So, we'll be right back after these messages. And uh, stay tuned. You never know what I'm going to talk about in between. Well, oh, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tony Wolf Unhinged Podcast. Again, I am your host. And topic one today, on off the top, is going to be about the deleted scene that Matt Reeves has released from the new 2022 edition of Batman. If you've seen the movie The Batman, you will know at the very end Riddler was talking to another prisoner and he was referred to as the unnamed prisoner. That was all we ever knew him by, but everyone knew by the way his mannerisms and everything of who it was. It was the Joker. Well, apparently Matt Reeves had went in and filmed a longer interaction between the Batman and the Joker. Excuse me. And it was kind of a take on the Hannibal Lecter Silence of the Lambs Clarice spot where you had the serial killers, the the psychopath talking to the law enforcement and law enforcement trying to get some thoughts on what they saw in a file that the uh, vigilante wasn't picking up honestly this version of the joker even though he's not calling himself the joker yet you can see all of the quirks blips whatever you want to say from different iterations of the Joker. I saw iterations of Jack Nicholson in this. I saw iterations of Heath Ledger. I saw iterations of the Joker from some of the video games. And then they took, since it is a gothic noir style movie, they really they didn't give you a good close-up of him. You saw him in... Where you were seeing Batman, but you weren't really seeing him in focus. The Joker in focus. <clears throat> but you kept hearing the stuff that he was saying. How he had been around during year one of Batman since this takes place in year two. It really gave you a interesting outlook on how the Joker can get into Batman's mind and get into other criminals' minds, and you really don't know why. A lot of the other YouTubers that I have heard review this deleted scene have said, oh, it makes Batman look like he's a moron, like he can't figure it out. No, it's not that he's trying to make Batman look like a moron. It's him, Batman, trying to enter the criminal mind and get a second point of view. So even if Batman's seen all of the same things that the Joker saw, he was trying to play it as, I don't know what this guy is about. I don't know why this guy acts the way he does. And I don't know why he is chosen to go after the mayor, the police commissioner, and some of the other rich people in Gotham, including Bruce Wayne, not knowing yet that Bruce Wayne is Batman. <clears throat> so, I, I understood why Matt Reeves filmed it the way he did, and it gave you that... In year one, there must have been one hell of a battle between Batman and the Joker. Because the Joker is all scarred up. The back of his head, his hair is missing. You can see where the chemicals are actually eaten away at some of the skin. You can see where the red on his mouth, where he's got the cuts from... The damage to his face, and when you look at him, they do one close-up where you see the mouthpiece of the prison or the Arkham Asylum, and he's right up against it to where all you're seeing is from the top, the bottom of his nose to his hairline, and you pick up the version, different versions of the Joker. In that you pick up the Heath Ledger Joker, as far as some of the the damage, you pick up the eyes of Jack Nicholson, you pick up the mentality of Arkham Knights or one of the other Arkham games that have has been out with the Joker in it. So you're getting what looks to be a more well-rounded Joker. It's more that noir, villainous, deep-seated stuff that uh, they tried to do in the Christian Bale Batman with uh, Heath Ledger that some of it came out, but you just weren't sure why. This one seems to get into that a little bit more and make you see that the Joker has more ticks, quirks, whatever you want to call it, and how he uses reverse psychology on anyone who comes to him, and why he has such a fascination with the Batman. So, I understand why Matt Reeves did not put it in the movie, because it would basically be spoiling stuff at the end of the movie but they could have cut it down a little bit where they maybe didn't give you all of the pieces, but it could be a starting point. But on the other side of the coin, I can see him doing something with the Joker that they've never done in Batman movies. The Joker is the ultimate villain who is always in prison and never gets out to like the third or fourth movie. We don't have to see the Joker out being the clown prince of crime. We can see him in prison taunting Batman, taunting the other rogues gallery, taunting these other people to where if they would ever do an Escape from Arkham seer or movie, then they've got characters built into Arkham Asylum that we have never seen out in public on, in this series of movies. And it gives a reason for stuff to happen. It gives a wrap-up to Matt Reeves' story when he's done with it. So, first one, first movie, we get an introduction. Second movie, or in the Arkham uh, TV show that Paramount Plus is supposed to be doing, we may get more of the Joker, and more of other villains that we have never seen or have seen long time ago. So I think it was a good idea to have the cameo at the end of the movie, that we know he's there, that we know that he has now made a connection with the Riddler, and it'll be interesting to see where they take it from there. But that's my thoughts on... Arkham, or on the Batman deleted scene with the Joker. So we'll be right back. I gotta do some personal things. Um, I'm not getting any older, or getting any younger. Uh, I wish I was getting a little younger. But, I'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Again, if you haven't listened to prior episodes of the Tony Wolf Unhinged podcast, you can go to Spotify, you can go to Google Podcasts, or you can go to Red Circle, and you can listen to the other 18 episodes, 19 episodes, whatever it is, because I've put out a couple of special episodes, and you can hear reviews of other movies, TV shows, my thoughts on politics, my thoughts on retail, I've got all sorts of different things. I actually did one a few weeks ago where I talked about what good graphic designers and good media people need to do to use marketing and media in the proper way. But that was a few weeks ago. We're back to topic number two, which is Halo. Paramount Plus has finally got a TV adaptation of the Xbox game Halo. Now, this has been something that's been in the works for close to 10 or 12 years. And every time they tried to make it, they would start developing and something would happen. It was kind of the cursed movie. They were trying to do an hour and a half, two hour movie. And do a series of movies. Well, I think them coming out with the TV show version actually made it better all the way around. And I think video games as a whole, we have seen a lot of video game movies. We've seen Warcraft. We've seen Assassin's Creed. We've seen Uncharted. We've seen Tank Girl from the comic books. We've seen... Oh my God, I can't even remember all of them. And every movie that they have done has been lacking something. This show, Halo, is going to be nine episodes, and they started it out for people who have never seen the game, never played the game, who... Never followed the mythos behind. It's just like the Witcher type thing. There's a mythos behind the Halo story. And there's a lot of people who have never followed it. Now, there are hardcore Halo fans out there. And I've seen some people reviewing this show. And they're saying, oh, it's it's just bits and pieces of the game that Master Chief should never take his helmet off. The whole thing in a nutshell is this is an alternate universe of the Halo stories. They've said that multiple times. This is not based on the game. This is taking plot points from the game, from the graphic novels and books and whatever other media that's out there and put it together to where you get... A true new story for Halo based around the Halo games, not just what the current iteration of Halo is. And you go to several different planets in the Halo universe, you find out what's going on with why the Spartans were developed why the the, uh, UN, the UNSC or whatever it's called, the military, why people hate them so much that there are other species that are like relig- religious zealots that believe that there were pro-people that came before them and left these artifacts, and that they're religious artifacts, to them, but in actuality they left them to where only humans could touch them and be able to enter into whatever was going on with these items. Now, I've watched episode one twice now, and I had no problem whatsoever with Master Chief taking his helmet off, and us seeing... His face and seeing his scars. I had no problem with them doing new characters. That we have not met in the, the the universe as a whole before. But I can understand where people may get a little upset with doing that. But there are some of the planets that they're, they're bringing in. ...that were just cutscenes from the video game. They were mentions. They were honorable mentions. And I think that by doing nine... ...nearly one hour episodes... ...based on the characters... ...and plot and planets and everything... ...of how they get from point A to point D... In that story, they can do Halo, the TV show, for five or ten years and still not get everything from the video games or the books or anything else. I honestly think it's good. I like where they started out with. I like how they gave you a synopsis of stuff that has happened why things happen, what the Spartans are all about. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in Episode 2 because the stuff that I've been hearing, the stuff I've been reading, is it has a lot of a Game of Thrones with a Destiny 2 video game vibe to it, but it's also got a lot of that Lone Soldier trying to figure out his place in the universe. And if anybody remembers the old Universal Soldier movies that were out back in the 80s, it has a lot of those vibes in it too. But if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best TV show of the year. I've only seen one episode. But I can't wait to see what they do with the series as a whole. And uh, I recommend it, just like I recommend going and seeing online the deleted scene for the Batman with Joker. So, that's my podcast this week. Remember, if you have any questions, my email's in the comments. Leave me an email. Send me a direct message on my social media. Whatever. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Remember, you can listen to me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Red Circle. And again, I'm Tony Wolf. This is the Tony Wolf Unhinged Podcast. You never know what the old fool's going to say because I'm Tony Wolf, and I'm just that fucked up, and I'm unhinged. Oh, by the way, next week there's going to be two new topics. One. After nearly seven years, I am doing a referee seminar for professional wrestling. I have not been in the ring in close to seven years, so that's going to be interesting to see how my weekend goes with that. And uh, Morbius comes out next week, or this coming week, so if all goes well, I'll go go see Morbius and I'll give my review on that. So I'm out of here. Have a good one. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to say, see ya!